Hey listeners, Sean and I are still working the kinks for the audio, and hopefully next episode we'll have it perfected. Bear with us this episode. Thanks for listening. Okay. Okay. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the episode four of the PVE podcast. I'm your amazing host, Sean Snyder. And I am Tucker Great. And this is Players vs. Entertainment. We've got a big show for you guys today. Not really. It, there wasn't really much to talk about this week, but we're excited to share what we thought about uh, the new Psych movie, and also we'll recommend some uh, games for you to check out during this uh, wonderful uh, amount of free time that has been blessed uh, or given to us or forced upon us, however you want to look at it. But uh, yeah, so uh, what did you think of the Psych movie? Yeah, jumping into the psych movie that came out. What was it? Was it last week or I don't know how many days ago it was. But this is something I was anticipating. Well, at the first, firstly, they didn't really give many announcements to it, where they brought up hype and whatnot. But I knew it was coming. I knew they were they were making a second one. But after seeing the first movie, I was excited to see more psych stuff again i always loved that tv show it's one of my top top three favorite tv shows i loved it there were some things that i was a little iffy on but overall i think it was a great movie yeah no and what was cool is that uh it launched with uh peacock which was uh that nbc's new streaming service um and it was a peacock original so no longer uh through usa which was what it originally aired on, um, but it. Uh, I didn't even it, know Peacock existed, or if it was even coming out. Fair enough. I was the same thing until uh, my brother told me he was like, "Hey, the second movie dropped," and so I was like, "Oh, cool." Um, yeah, it wasn't very. The, the yeah, you're right. The service itself wasn't very advertised. Like again, like I had no idea it was a thing, and then the movie too was only really advertised through. Uh, like social media and uh i think you said youtube um but uh yeah all in all i loved it uh i thought it was funny i thought it played off of like their humor really really well um i think i think the humor in this one was was much better than the first movie yes yes i agree with you on that it felt more uh it felt more natural uh for the cast i think because at this point the cast has been together for what a decade at least um playing these characters and they know very well like what i think the fans are gonna laugh at and what the fans want and that kind of stuff um but uh yeah i don't know i just thought it was great i mean the whole premise uh bringing lassie back in because uh if you remember during the first movie he had a uh, uh, Timothy O'Munson had a stroke yeah. while they were filming, yeah. and so he wasn't able to uh, uh, really be in the first movie. They they like FaceTimed him in right uh, at one point, but he had such a small role. So for the sequel, it, lo- it looks like they really made him like the uh, like the main focus. Well, it was still kind of... a pretty small role. We didn't see him all that much. Yeah, but I mean, like main focus in the sense like the story really revolved around him uh, right. in this movie. Like, and. Um, I don't know. I thought it. I thought it was a good return for the character, um, and 
I don't know. I was I was dying laughing. I thought it was a funny movie. I will say I was thrown off by Dula Hill, his little small mustache and goatee that he had. He looked like he looked like oh who's the who's the guy that plays Urkel? Oh, Jerry White. Yes, he looked like him. Uh, I got that kind of vibe when I was looking at him. It did, yeah. Because when he of... appeared, when he appeared in one of the ep- or did he appear in only one or was it two? I just like appeared in. I think it was two. Okay. It might have been three. Yeah, I think it was two though. So, because he had that same type of style, so it really threw me off. And then also, the uh, James Roday also looks much thicker he's not as he's not as thin as he used to be yeah but if you remember if you remember just through the the series uh he was kind of gaining weight if you look at episode like season one and you know if you go to like season eight yeah he was he was he was gaining weight but i I, it was really noticeable for me in the second movie yeah i don't know i just thought it was good overall i did um the one thing though the show and in the movies kind of did um in the later seasons, more seven and eight, uh, and then these two movies was they've kind of backed off of Sean playing the psychic role, or the psychic quote unquote, right? They um, don't make it as exaggerate as they yeah, used to. It's and a honestly, lot more subtle. I think in I mean in this movie he maybe had two flashbacks like that he thought of, um, and then. There was only one moment where they made him like kind of like they shut like showed off his like hyper observant ability was when he had all those documents. Yeah, it was just board. one time. There were no um, he wasn't he wasn't using his hyper sensitive uh, whatever skills. Yeah, and I kind of wish that like I mean a lot of the humor from the first seasons right was like him having his like his visions like making them as like awkward or as weird or as like out there as possible. And they kind of, I feel like the show and the movies have kind of gotten away from that. Um, but, uh, yeah, all in all, a great movie. I mean, audience on Rotten Tomatoes, the audience score on it is 94%. It did um, get really, really good reviews. Yeah. And so for me, uh, diehard psych fan, I really hope that they want to keep making psych movies or like I, I'm I'm very content with this show and not dying like well, it can keep so, going. You, so you don't want it into it you don't want there to be a heartfelt ending I don't know like The Office has done or any of the really reputable TV shows I mean if when they're ready when they want to end it I want that ending but and it doesn't really seem like there is like a a plan to end it. I mean, even the movie, like I guess the movie, like it wasn't like they didn't really leave it open, um, in the sense of like because uh, at the end of the first movie, uh, remember Juliet's brother comes back and it mm-hmm. makes it like it, they made it obvious that there was going to be a sequel, um, even though they strayed away from that. Yeah, it had nothing to do with with John Cena, but. Uh, but this one, I mean, this one had that kind of heartfelt ending, right? It just kind of ended, and it felt good. It was like a Lassiter ending kind of moment. Um, but uh, is is this going to be spoilers? 
or are we going to talk spoilers or uh, how long has it been out? it came out july 15th what's today today's the 20th and then it'll be what wednesday that you air it so probably that would have been a week yeah we'll say it's been a week yeah <laughs> yeah well just fair warning if you if you don't want to if you don't want to get the movie spoiled just skip ahead but i'll i'll just say it right now i was very disappointed that sean wasn't having a kid yes but i kind of feel like the show has done a good job of like the the show does everything it can to make sure that Sean does not have responsibility. He like, you see him growing up and maturing, like in the sense of like, he's owning responsibility for certain things and kind of reaching those moments. But then at the same time though, they always seem to like brush it off. Like it's just like, like Juliet kind of is like, no, like I wasn't ready for that either. Like she always like is his out like lately. I feel like in the later seasons and then like, especially the, the two movies, like Juliet has been the out for him. Like, he hasn't really had to force himself to grow up, right? Yeah, do, do you think that the relationship between James Roday and I can't remember the actress's name, but... Um, Maggie Lawson. Yeah, Maggie Lawson. Do you think that their relationship outside of the movie is the reason why that they're not going further within Sean and Juliet's relationship? I don't think so. I mean, for the most part, I mean, I know they dated... I forget the years, but they did date at one point and then they aren't, I mean, they're not together anymore. Um, but I would say that they, I mean, you can't see that on screen. I know some actors and actresses, like you can tell when there's like tension right, between right. them. But, like, well, they really didn't, they didn't really give screen. them a chance to show it on screen because they didn't have a whole lot of interactions between each other. But when they did, it was, it like, it felt fine it felt normal yeah. so i i don't yeah. really think if there were those like any other more scenes or like they would have to interact it, i think it would have been fine um but um yeah i don't know i love that they keep bringing mary back <laughs> oh mary's a baby was it threw me off guard but <laughs> it was really out i there. really enjoyed it r.i.p um yeah it was it was really out there but Especially when they started singing together, I lost it. Especially what they were singing about. Oh yeah, it was just, it was just. Oh man, it was good stuff. Um. Uh. I'm trying to think. Well, I mean, just all, all, I mean, all the characters in it were great. Um, I think Gus's girlfriend. It's a little too much. I don't. I mean, I don't. Just, I don't care just for... don't give Gus a girlfriend. That's how it's always been, right? Also, but, the 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 thing going on with the nurse that I mean, why not why not focus on that instead of Gus having a girlfriend that's trying to figure out who this nurse is? Yeah, I mean, I will say it was funny that like it kept getting brought up to her, right? Like, it was right. like common knowledge, uh, yes. like, especially about it, it. <laughs> especially when. Uh, Oh my God! What is the the new chief's name? Buzz, especially when Buzz said it. Buzz is detective. He was he's a detective. Oh no, not the chief. He's the head detective. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially when Buzz said it, that I I laughed I laughed way too hard. 
Yeah, that was pretty Cause, good. Because Buzz isn't supposed to know anything. Um, but I don't know. I just there was too many funny moments, and obviously telling a joke it just ruins it. But I, if you haven't seen this movie, you guys have got to watch it. It was way better than the first, and it did psych justice. I think. Um, I was very happy with it. It's definitely good. I'm I'm hoping that the next one brings a vibe of yin yin yang. Yeah, and, and I would, would I would cool. like to see I would like to see a a more serious psych. E- e- even though what even though during the yin and yang episodes it was pretty playful at times, but just to just to see Sean in his game, I, I would like to see that again. I would like to see, yeah, more like Sean beating everybody out rather than just everybody kind of coming to the same conclusion at the same time. Right. Um, and kind of going back to like the psych, the actual psychic, you know, roots that it was built off of. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Still series and movies still, yeah, top three favorite show. I would recommend this. To, I recommend this to everybody. I tell people all the time, like when we're talking TV, like if you haven't seen this show, you have to watch it. Yeah, you can. You can watch it on Amazon Prime. Yeah, Amazon it's on, Prime uh, Video. It's on Amazon Prime. It's on Peacock now too. Okay. I believe. Uh, I saw it on on the Peacock service. Uh, yeah, I think it's just those two. I have them all. I have all eight seasons on DVD though. Cause yeah, I'm you're that diehard. That diehard. Die um, but. Uh, yeah, no, this is this is a solid movie. Solid movie. Um uh, so what are we playing right now? What are you playing? I well since I beat Last of Us too, um I don't know. I've been struggling to kind of consistently play anything. I just haven't really been like well, your PC's like, built, so now you've got more access well, to stuff. Now I have more access, but I haven't started yet. But what I'm playing, I guess what I've been playing now is I've been coming, I've been jumping back between uh, Overwatch on my PlayStation and uh, uh, Burnout Paradise. I've actually been playing a lot of Burnout Paradise. What What is on your PlayStation? Yeah, on uh, PS4. Oh, they have it on remastered. PS4. Yeah, it's been fun actually going back through Burnout Paradise, just doing all Burnout, the Burnout. Uh... Bur- I would say Burnout's the the best racing game. Oh yeah, I mean Hands they down. they do the uh, the takedowns right, like the aggressive the, the, aspect of the, it. Well, the crashes are are what make that game. It's so good. And the soundtrack. Um, yeah, the soundtrack's been great. And I don't know, maybe I I switched a setting. I may have done something, but lately, like it always kicks off with Paradise City, right, by Guns N' Roses. Uh-huh. Um, but then like. Almost every time I'm in the middle of an event, it starts playing classical music, and I don't know why. I yes. might be like hitting the wrong button, but it just... You might be hitting the D-pad, which changes might, the station. That, that might be what I'm doing while I'm playing, but like, it's it just, it's a really vibe. It changes the vibe greatly when you're T-boning, you know, other cars and... It makes it more poetic. Yeah, maybe, yeah, a little bit more beautiful at the moment. Um, As cars are getting completely crushed. <laughs> It's just the cars, though. There's no drivers. There's no people in this game, so it's they, it's they need to make they need to make a a a it's a, the the what is it the the car the cars that are in the arena and they just smash each other till they're busted. Like a demolition derby. Demolition derby. There we go. They need to make a game solely on demolition derby. I feel like they have one. 
I think there is one. Is it an? It's got to be. Is it an online game? Uh, let me see. Demotion Derby. Oh, those are apps. I'm sorry. Nah, these uh, are these are these are yeah. terrible games. Yeah, I guess there isn't one recent. That would be yeah. I think that'd be a good one. Just make um, just make it an online serviced demolition derby game only. Because I think be, that's I, like I think just, that's something where you, you don't even care if you win. You're just like smashing things. I just leave a, just an open lobby for everybody to join in, and then just people can just jump just in and get, out whatever just they get, want. Yeah, just get twenty, thirty cars in there. Everybody's just crashing into each other. But yeah, that's I mean that's mainly and then Overwatch. I'm I'm a big Overwatch fan. Um, I like it a lot. So I've been playing that with like uh, some old buddies of mine. But uh, what about you? What have you been playing? So I just started playing Last of Us Two, and my so I'm I'm about like you said a, a quarter of the way into the game, and I there are just, there's just some parts of the game that I'm I'm mentally drained and I I I can't I have to stop playing. I I can't play that game for more than probably two to three hours. And I really enjoyed the the first three hours of the game, and probably up until there, it's just been a just been a pretty steep downward slope. The stalkers in the game, I am already done with them. They're too. They're just so annoying. Overall, overall, I'd say the game is good, but yeah, it's definitely. It's definitely not like the first one. I don't think we needed a second one. Yeah, uh, I uh, about where you're at is about when I started feeling about the same way. So once you get to the end, I'm excited to see hear what you think about it. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. At the, as soon as I different. finish it, we'll do probably a really in-depth review of Last of Us Two. Yeah, so no, I that'll probably that'll that might be next episode. Um, so, uh, but, what else I'm playing? Just Witcher three here and there, mm-hmm. and we're gonna be playing Halo three pretty soon. Yeah, now that I got my PC, I'm excited to jump into old Xbox games. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's just about that's that's pretty much all I'm playing. Uh, I'll play SnowRunner a couple a couple times a week just it's a it's a fun just casual game to play like it gives you like missions and you drive like different vehicles through the snow isn't that all it is well they say snow runner but there's only one map that's in the snow but it's basically you just have different classes of vehicles whether it's a scout whether it's a highway off-road or heavy or there's one more class i can't remember but mostly what you do is you will you'll use the scout to go into areas that a normal heavy or off-road truck can't get into and so you'll either pull out other cars to use them to upgrade or you're just it's mostly you're just moving supplies from one destination to the to the next so what you'll do is you'll get some kind of 18-wheeler and and you'll go and put a a trailer on it or you can put a bed on the truck that you have 
you'll go to a specific location to pick up a certain supply and then you'll go across map or to another map to go drop it off so it sounds kind of dumb and it sounds like it wouldn't be fun but it's it's a it's a good fun casual game if you're just looking to turn your mind off and not do anything so sounds like a cool game i uh i mean now i got the pc i might check it out myself it's super uh... good in detail the the detail of it and Mm -hmm. just the way that the mud looks in the game it's it's really cool so uh yeah that's that's all that i'm playing sweet well uh yeah well so for our listeners um there wasn't too much super big exciting news going on right but uh so we wanted to kind of each share uh our thoughts with like you know the big the big ways the game we got the ps4 we got the xbox we got the switch and then we got uh pc right so uh it'd be fun to just kind of each one of us to recommend a game for each console and the pc right and uh during covid yeah during covid specifically because like i said uh i think the amount of free time that has been uh gifted or forced upon us depending upon your view uh whether you wanted it or not you have it uh so you might as well you know use it to maybe dive into those games that you never really got to because you didn't have time but uh let's start with uh let's start with playstation so what would you recommend for uh for people to play during corona I would recommend Shadow of the Colossus. It was a PS2 game, and it's been remastered twice, and it probably will be remastered again for the PS5. And basically this game is just, if you haven't watched Attack Attack on Titan, it's an anime. It's pretty similar to that. You're basically going out and, well, this, the, the story starts with you carrying a some some girl on your horse and you're going through to a destination and you go to this basically an altar at a temple and what the goal is for you to collect the souls of all of these colossus in order to revive this um in order to revive this girl and so as you go out and collect souls you yourself are becoming uh you are getting more and more, I would say, demonized as you collect these souls. But your goal is, in the end, is to defeat, I think it's 17 Colossus. And each Colossus is different in their appearance. There are some that looks like giant sand snakes. There are some that are birds. There are some that are just high towering Colossi. And so you're basically, when you find these Colossi, you climb up the bodies through their through the fur that's on them and there's checkpoints on all the colossi you'll you'll come to a platform and you only have a certain amount of stamina to climb and so the soundtrack in the game is definitely some of the best out there and it's I, i find it's just it's just a beautiful game to play so that's my recommendation for playstation yeah i mean just i i played it because of your recommendation um before it was remastered and uh playing through it i I, hands down it is one of the best games ever made um and what i loved about it was like i mean you're just this like 
normal dude, right? This normal hero who has to fight these just massive, like, monsters, right? These massive colossus. And each one was like a puzzle, which was exciting, too, yes. I thought. Um, and it was... Uh, it was a lot of fun trying to solve the puzzle and frustrating at times, but yeah, and 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 these aren't these aren't small. I mean, they're not just big giant creatures. I mean, these are these are massive. the The last one that you fight takes probably I don't know forty five minutes just to climb it. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and like yeah, each one of these things, like I mean, each it's just a game of 16 boss fights and each boss fight can take up to like like you said 45 minutes like uh hopefully faster if you're a better player than i was solving some of these puzzles well the, the 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 camera the camera angles on some of these well the, the camera angle when playing the game it's it's not it's not what you're normally used to when playing yes i i, I did agree it did take me uh, a little bit of getting used to how like how to play the game if that makes sense because it was uh it was still done very very well but it did have a different feel of it based on how like the camera angles were how it uh how it wanted you to to navigate beating these colossus mm -hmm. or colossi whatever the yeah. plural term is so what's yours uh i am big on sagas i like people playing through stories i like all that so i'm going with kingdom hearts um Especially because now they have that all-in-one uh, that you can buy on PlayStation and Xbox now. I believe. I believe Xbox now has you can play through all of them. Um, was Kingdom Hearts was that not exclusive to the PlayStation? It was until PlayStation until Kingdom Hearts three came out. Okay. Um. But yeah, I I don't know. I mean, the first game came out in two thousand two. Like for me, like I grew up playing these games. I mean, you, there's only three that were for console originally right that came out on console originally mm -hmm. um and then you have all these like other games that fill the uh filled in the timelines and history and stories of all these different characters i think there's like 10 other games that like were on like the ds uh the 3ds the psp um Game boy advance but uh for those of you who don't know who kingdom hearts what kingdom hearts is it's a Square Enix game that uh, mixes Final Fantasy and Disney it's characters. A, it's a mashup game. Yeah, it's a mashup game. Uh, the Final Fantasy characters are more are very much more supporting roles. Uh, they play the main characters are not Final Fantasy though, right? Right. The main characters are were created for this for this Kingdom Hearts universe, right? Uh, which in the first game it was. Uh, just uh sora riku and kairi and then you had um like some of the uh the enemies like the big enemies that you were introduced to they were created for the game um but then uh it takes a pretty simple concept of just light and dark right and uh you're a hero of light who wields this keyblade who goes around locking worlds uh hearts or, you know kingdom hearts um hence the name hence the name and uh preventing darkness from taking over and so you do that alongside donald and goofy are helping you out and that's the first game but these games it traverses like you play through all these different disney worlds like uh aladdin 
uh, Pirates, Lion King. There's Alice in Wonderland too. Alice in Wonderland in the first one. Tarzan, uh, Hercules is consistent throughout. Um, and it's it's really fun. And just to see how like they've taken the game from where it first started and where it ended uh, with Kingdom Hearts three, the gameplay just it continuously improves. Um, for the console games now, for the the handheld games, they definitely wanted to uh, change it up and make each of those the gameplay and the combat and all that kind of stuff unique. So some of them were more frustrating, but if you buy the final mix that comes with everything, you will have hours and hours of content to play through. And overall, the story is good. It's feel if you know you get invested in the characters, it feels good. Um, the combat's fun. It's satisfying. It's fun to fight the Disney villains. Um, it's definitely hack fights. and slash type. Hack and slash. Uh, the combat gets a little bit more better, uh, a little bit more fluid than it was in the first game. It was um, pretty bad in the first game. Yeah, first game you had to. It, it took some getting used to. Uh, but second and, and the second game and the third game were, it was a lot better. Um, but the boss fights are one of the best. Are one of the reasons why I like this game a lot. Uh, the boss fights are um, very technical. Uh, for the mo for most of them are where like you are able to block and guard and dodge and it's all about timing. Um, you can put a lot of effort into fighting bosses in this game, um, in these games, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. So uh, that would be my PlayStation recommendation, uh, based off time, based off story. Um, you'll have a yeah, you'll put a lot of effort into the game, but it'll be very rewarding in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Xbox, uh, I'm a little out of the Xbox world, but I know what's still on there. But uh, what would you recommend? So I, there's three since we, I have two written down, but I just remember that there's a third one that I played um, that I really, really enjoyed recently. So my two or the three that i have i'll start with the first one my first one is sea of thieves it's mostly just a multiplayer game it's it's a it's it's basically you're role playing as if you're in uh, pirates of the caribbean it's a lot of fun you can play with people the the game you get the most out of the game when you play with other friends but you can play solo a lot of it is your when it first came out the majority of what you were doing was just PVE type. But as they started bringing more updates, there's a lot more content for PVP action. Uh, and the PVE is outstanding as well. So that's my first game to recommend. There's not a whole lot of information to give out on that one. But uh, the second one is Astroneer. And this is a indie game that was made to basically give addition to the space sim or yeah space simulation type of game basically what this is is you're dropped onto a planet and you are building resource or you 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 go and you search the planet for resources to add on to your base from there you go and you find as you explore you find pillars and you activate these pillars using energy that activate the the planet's core and then with that planet's core you activate more cores throughout the planets that you see in the solar system and it's basically your in your end goal is to activate all the planet's cores uh it's a it's a really really great game and i'm a huge fan of just casual type games where you can turn your turn your brain off and just play and 
uh, this game you can play with other friends as well i'm gonna see if i can get sean to play this game but yeah it's it's definitely a lot of fun it's really cool as far as the building aspects go um so i, I would recommend that and then the third one is sunset overdrive and this one was it wasn't super hyped when it came out but it's definitely a it's definitely a, a top pick for me when it comes to just what xbox games that i would recommend to anybody just not during covid but just in general and what this game is your it's it's a it's a really arcade type of shoot 'em up game and so what it is is there's a there's an energy drink company that released an energy drink that basically turned people into just these i don't know ghouls and so they're obsessed with the 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 energy drink over overcharge overdrive one of those things so what you what your goal is is you're trying to stop this company from basically overrunning the city with this type of energy drink and so what the combat is basically you're grinding on rails or on top of buildings while you're shooting these i don't know creatures but it's it's definitely it's it's a really really fun game that i like to play and there's lots of combos you can do lots of abilities the the guns are crazy you, they have one of them is a automatic rpg launcher that shoots fireworks instead of rpgs so it's definitely it has a really really cartoonish style to it it's a lot of fun i, re- I remember when that game came out i uh, yeah i don't remember it being super hyped up but i remember looking like it looked pretty cool um but uh yeah, that's awesome. The art style uh, on it is great, and uh, I, I mean, the one that really hooked me on it was just being able to grind on rails, and basically you have 100% aim assist whenever you're playing the game, and so you just, all you have to do is grind on the rails, press the trigger button, and that's basically all you have to do to, to kill these enemies, but yeah, it's definitely a lot of fun. Highly recommend it. I'll just check that one out too. Um, I'm gonna recommend the Gears of War saga because again, I like games with sequels and that their stories continue. Um, but Gears of War, one, I feel like if you got people at home, like it's not just you. I mean, it's a it's a great couch co-op game. Like, mm-hmm. it's just good cooperative game. I mean, like you can have a lot of fun with it with your buddies um, or whoever you're stuck at the house with. Uh, but it's just the action in it, the uh, third-person shooting. It's it's just fun that when you like take a shotgun to a locust, he just you know blows into chunks. Um, having a chainsaw on your assault rifle, right? You just it's a good. I feel like it's a good de-stressor. I remember it was just always fun if you're frustrated to just you know go take a chainsaw to some bad guys. Um, all in all, the story and the characters are phenomenal, and uh, the first three games were really really good. And then, honestly, I would say that the uh, the coalition, uh, right, the the people who are continuing the Gears of War games past three, uh, they're doing a good job. Or judge, I'm sorry, Judgment Day was. So there was four. I'm sorry, there was four games, and then the coalition has continued uh, more games. Uh, but yeah, they're doing a good job, and they're sticking to the. I feel like they're actually sticking to the Gears of War roots. Like they weren't trying to like go off and do their own thing. Like they were like, hey, let's take off. Like let's take all this like empty history that wasn't explained and let's start kind of make a story around that no they add on to it yeah and uh i thought it's they did a really really good job and yeah it's just a lot of fun i would 
and I highly recommend it for the couch co-op aspect. Um, there's not a lot of those left when it comes to the consoles. It's definitely a dying that, breed uh, of games. Yes. Because yeah, 100%. well, I mean the 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 co-op aspect is still there. Many games still have co-op, but just being able to split screen while you're at home, that's basically gone. Yes, and it's I mean it's kind of it's kind of sad. I mean like I it's kind of sucks that like I would like to play games with people, um, like I mean with my wife right. There's a lot of games I like to play with her, but they're not. They're only cooperative if she had her own PlayStation. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So it's just, it kind of sucks that that's kind of a dying breed. But um, but the Gears of War is, you can still do that with screen mode. And uh, that's one of the big reasons why I recommend it for people who are stuck at home. But uh, yeah, let's move on to the Switch, which is known for its couch co-op. Yeah, there's, we don't play Switch all that much, but we have a handful of games mm-hmm. that we have played. Uh, for me, my the first game I got on the Switch was Mario Tennis, and I got really, really good at that. I was playing online too, but I definitely really enjoyed that because you can you can you can kind of mimic the Joy Cons similar to the the Wii Remote when you're playing Wii Sports Tennis, and you yeah, can swing. Like you, yeah, you can you can swing with the Joy Con to basically pretend like you're playing tennis, but yeah, th- this game, I mean, it brought back memories to playing the old school Mario Tennis. I think it was on the GameCube. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was on the GameCube. Yeah, but, there, and th- I know there was one on the Game Boy Advance, too. Yeah, uh, nobody cares about that, though. But that one was phenomenal, but I believe there was one on the GameCube as well. Yeah. Uh, that's my... Well, also, the definitely Pokemon Shield. Sean just got that. The Pokemon games, the the newest one, I think is fantastic. I've been waiting for a Pokemon game to come out on a actual console and not on a handheld device, but they definitely did some really really good things with the the new the new Pokemon. Yeah, no, I mean I've I've uh, I dove into it uh, when you gave it to me when I borrowed it from Who, you. And, who's your uh, starter? It's been fun. Um, it's uh i know nothing about this generation of pokemon though i've been very out of the pokemon loop so like i don't know what i should be catching and like should not based off of what i like when it comes to you know pokemon uh-huh. uh it's been fun to kind of like wandering through the tall grass and seeing these pokemon i've never even encountered before because i don't watch the show anymore and i just have i've been i haven't just kept up with it so it's been really fun to kind of learn all the new the new pokemon and then playing it on the console it looks great um it looks really good. Uh, the animations are—I would say the animations though are still pretty. Uh, they're, cons- yeah, they're still standard, and a lot of people were frustrated with that because mm-hmm. for it to move on to a console that has a more beefy, more more beefy hardware, you should be able to bring better animations to the fighting. My my whole ordeal is I want a mixture of, uh, what is it? It's it's the it's basically like the 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 naruto shippuden games where it's i think it's pokey it's basically the the stadium style game where the pokemon actually fight and you you would control the pokemon i want to look that up the the tekken one yes the tekken Uh, titan 
I can't remember what they called it. It's like Pokey Tekken or, or yeah, uh, Pokin Tournament. They call yeah. There's I one on the Switch. I think it's, it's called Pokin Tournament. Yeah, yeah. So I want I want the I was I was hoping that the combat type would be more similar to that. I think that'd be more interesting than just choosing moves and then going back and forth. Yeah, I mean, for, for those kind of for the those Pokemon games, so I mean, it would take a lot more time consistent. to develop. Though. Yeah, it would take a lot more time, and, and it's, I mean, it's so set in tradition that I mean, it's a turn-based game, right? Like you make you make your decision, and then you play it out, and you're just kind of basing it off of what you know, like Pokemon types and that kind of stuff. But it's still fun. I I mean, I'm Pokemon games are still they're always good, solid games to play, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I am a huge Smash Bros. fan. I wish we owned it, but uh, well, you uh, have it. Well, I have it. I'm borrowing it from you. I haven't touched it yet, but uh, uh, I love it. I that is a game that it's uh, fun to just ruin uh, relationships with people with. Yeah. Um. Oh, you don't. I should have. I should have just given you my Switch because my account has all the characters on it. Oh, that's fine. Um, but, uh, no, I love it. It's just fun. I remember in college, like, people would pull out, uh, I mean, before the Switch, it was their Wii's or Wii, or the Wii U, and, I mean, we would have, like, tournaments, and it was, it's, it's just fun, and this is it, you know, especially for people who have, like, families or they're living with roommates. Like, this is a game everybody can play, um, different characters, different fighting styles, different maps. It's just, it's just an all-around fun game. Um, and uh, this or or Mario, uh, it's funny we're only recommending Mario games, but those tend to be like the best games um, for Nintendo. Uh, but Mario Kart, uh, you wanna you wanna ruin some friendships with uh, Mario? Yeah, you know, Mario Kart, that's a good one to do as well. But uh, yeah, Switches were uh, they were out of stock though. They're still kind of hard to get. I had a I hunted one down. Yeah, you got like, your you got lucky on yours. I got really lucky. It took me like two to three weeks of waking up and just checking online to see if any targets had them in stock. It's the only place I could find them. I got so lucky. But uh, it's been worth it. I mean, me and Carly have played it. Because, um, like, I mean, it's perfect for couch co-op games. So, um, yeah. So I recommend Smash Bros. If you don't have it, which most people, I think, do when it comes to to Nintendo. But if you don't have it, get it. And What do you think is, it, what do you think is the best Smash Bros? It, it'll be super frustrating. What did you say? What do you think is the best Smash Bros? The best one? Mm-hmm. Um, Melee. You think Melee? I think Melee is just... Melee is solid. Okay. That was the one on the GameCube. Okay. Melee is solid. But... Uh, did, did you say what your starter Pokemon was? I did not. Uh, and I can't remember. It's uh, it's the monkey. Uh, is the it Gricky? F- the Grookey, yeah, that's the Grookey. grass type. Yes, I. Uh, when I was playing it, uh, he's got Carly an was awesome next, final evolve to me. So I uh, told her that she could uh, pick the Pokemon that I started with. So she chose Grookey. Well, you need to find a fire type pretty quickly because the the fire types are pretty scarce, as is all in all of the Pokemon games when you first start. Yeah. No, I. Uh... I know. I when I I, told, I let I let Carly choose for me, and 
I when she chose the grass type, I was like, well, this is gonna be a tough, uh, tough rest of the game. Yeah, I've I've never, I don't think I've ever chose anything other than fire types for all I'm the Pokemon a, games. Yeah, I'm a fire type. I love all the fire. Like that's, if Pokemon were real, I would probably be a fire type. Like destructive. Yes. Um. Yeah. So moving on to PC. You just started so you probably i have no idea what to recommend except for what i've seen people play online and there's just so much out there that you can play on pc um i will say for what i am excited to play now that i you know i'm no longer just have my mac i have like a windows pc um is i grew up playing warcraft 3 um so i'm actually really excited to get that game again um are you gonna are you gonna try and delve into World of Warcraft? Probably not, but just the the strategy and the base building and the that kind of stuff in Warcraft Three. Uh, I yeah, know, I, I uh, grew up playing it and I I loved it. It was fun. I mean, I'm PC to dive back into it. PC was known for the RTS games that they had: mm-hmm. Command and Conquer, um, Sins of a Solar Empire, all those. Well, even Halo Wars. Well, Halo Wars was on Xbox too, but uh, yeah, so I've got two for my PC picks. Number one is Subnautica. That was I don't I think it was originally on PC, but now you can play it on I think Xbox or PS4. But that's a that's a really really good story based game. You're basically you basically are it's just an open world in an ocean. And so you collect resources, you get better equipment, and you follow the storyline to figure out what's on the planet that you're on and how to get off the planet. And there are some... Some people have said that Subnautica is truly a terror game. There's aspects of terror and then there's horror. Horror is what you see when you're playing out of Blair Witch or Outlast or uh any of the resident evil games those are horror type and then there's terror which is pretty similar to what you see when you play dead space or a lot of people attribute it to subnautica because there are ambient noises whenever you're swimming in darkness that happen and you don't know where it's from and it could just be nothing but it's just an ambient noise that happens it's pretty similar to the old school Minecraft whenever you were in the caves and it's just the the I think when the developers made it they sought out whoever was the specialty in ambient noises and basically came up with a with noises that would just trigger your mind to feel terror whenever you would it overall it's a it's a lighthearted game there's a lot of just beauty to it but also as you get deeper deeper into the into the planet down deeper in the ocean there's a lot of just really really scary aspects of the game so i I highly recommend that one and then if you want to play just a fun game with friends there's pummel party yes which is basically i think it's 100 percent better than any mario party game maybe not mario party for the n64 but 
it's it's easily i mean it's basically just a knockoff of mario party it's it's one of the only games that's a knockoff of mario party but it does it so much better there's there's lots of aspects in that game that that basically are just way way better than anything that mario party can do the the much more violent it's more violent but the the mini games are there's just so much more you you definitely when you're when you're when you're on discord with your friends playing this game you're definitely screaming into the mic i haven't really had those experiences with uh with mario party but those are my two recommendations definitely get into those yeah no so i mean that's uh, for our listeners those are the games that we recommend for each of the consoles and then pc um let us know what you're playing uh, as well. Uh, you guys can uh, share them, and we would uh, love to hear what everybody else is playing. Uh, but also with this, brings, write a uh, write stuff. a write a four point eight star review, and tell us what you're playing. Yes. Um, as far as playing, you can also do a lot of watching. Uh, Netflix seems to be the one that everybody seems to have. So uh, we'll recommend some shows as well to watch on Netflix. Uh, what do you got, Tucker? What do you want people to binge? Or so recommend? I don't. I don't know if. I don't know if the Avatar Last Airbender has beaten the record, but so Netflix has the top 10 recommendations and it's basically just what people, what the show is, what people are mostly watching. So the Avatar Last Airbender has been on there for about 40 or 57 days straight. And I think they're setting a new record. I think before that was Ozark and uh it's up there for a reason even though it's a cartoon show it it definitely is worth watching it's one of the one of the best shows i've i've watched on just tv in general i i know there's a huge cult following behind that show yeah i agree with you it's amazing it's uh i mean i watched it i did, i actually did not watch it when it first came out i watched it not long after all three seasons had aired mm-hmm. um but I I loved it then, uh, and I love it now. And yeah. I, I've, I've got Carly to watch it, and she was also a huge fan. Um, I I don't I mean I it, the sequel was uh, like you know talking about Last of Us two. Mm-hmm. It's it's not I mean it's what pe- people were asking for a sequel, but it's not what I guess they didn't really fully like what they got, and there was news recently just in the last when it came to netflix just people started bringing back up that the uh the second adapt not adaptation but just the the legend of Korra was was nowhere near as good as the first one i would agree with that but my my next i would say recommendation is there's a stranger things type movie not movie tv show called dark and what it is it's almost exactly like stranger things as far as the plot not demi gorgon type stuff but basically it's supernatural in other dimension type things it's not in native english i i can't remember what the i think it's german i might be 100 percent wrong on that but it's you can watch it subtitled or they'll have a, a dubbed version of English speakers, but definitely the plot line behind that is is really good. There's a lot of just mystery behind that TV show. 
I definitely like it a lot. Recommended. Awesome. Yeah. No, I've seen I've seen trailers for it. I just actually haven't checked it out. Um. But uh, yeah, me and uh, me and Carly, I need to check it out. Uh, I'm gonna recommend uh for like uh like a dark uh more like not action but more like political kind of like kind of show i'm gonna recommend peaky blinders um i think it peaky blinders is one of the best tv shows ever uh they have five seasons out and there's six episodes per season um and i mean it follows a crime family uh like a small crime family in birmingham england right and they uh um it takes place right after World War One, like maybe a year or two is when the first season starts and then as time progresses throughout each of the seasons. But uh, it's about a crime family and the middle brother, the main character, right, Thomas Shelby, like he has a drive and a lust for power and he is a thinker and he's cold and calculated. And I mean, this show has like politics. It has... Um, there's like an intelligent plot like there's every everything that lots he does of gang there's a reason for it what'd you say? lots of gang affiliations yeah a lot of gang affiliations um, but the actors in it are phenomenal they all do their like mm-hmm. they all play their characters very very well they all work together very very well and then even the uh, the characters that they introduce for each season uh, the ones that aren't like consistent throughout the show um, their best being uh, Tom Hardy <laughs> He's one Alfie. of the best characters. Like he's phenomenal. But he's yeah. reoccurring. You said what? He's kind of reoccurring. Yeah, but he's not like he, he's not consistent throughout all the episodes. Is what I'm saying. Like right. he he plays a role, but it's not like he's not like the part of the Shelby family. Right. But Peaky Blinders is amazing. Uh, I would recommend it to everybody. It is adult though. It's very adult. So very explicit make sure, content. Make sure you're of age. Uh, my other. Uh, show that I want to recommend is like the sitcom kind of style is The Ranch also very adult in their humor and language um, but I think it is hilarious uh, Ashton Kutcher, Danny Masterson and uh, and Sam Elliott are it's about them, they own a ranch and uh, Sam Elliott's a diehard rancher, grew up it Danny Masterson and uh, Ashton uh, Kutcher are like kind of like the rebellious kids who they're very good ranchers themselves but they definitely uh kind of do things their own way and this show i mean the humor is great it's funny and then it also hits like the family drama and like the the tension throughout the show like the serious moments are very serious Mm -hmm. um i think it hits every aspect of what a show wants to hit for very very well for considering it's a sitcom um but uh if you were a uh, that '70s show fan, uh, this is a good. Uh, it's funny because like a lot of the cast and guest stars that end up showing up throughout the series are originally from that show, uh, so it's um, it's a good place to start. Dax Shepard shows up later um, as one of their cousins, and he's a great addition to the show. Um, but yeah, I would recommend if you want more of a serious, dark Peaky Blinders. If you want something more of like a comedy but kind of serious, The Ranch is what I would recommend. Thanks for listening to the PVE podcast. We will catch you next time. If, if you'd like to, if you'd like to send us an email and give us any recommendations or any input 
our email is podcastpve, that's podcastpve at gmail.com. You can write to us. You can tell us what's up. Tell us what you would like to hear from us. We would love to hear your suggestion. See ya. See ya.